Hey, what's up? Cody Birch. Welcome back to the Cody Builds a Business podcast. And this is yet another of the uh, episodes in the alternative traffic series we're doing here on the show, where I talk to interesting people who have found other ways to get eyeballs on their offers besides using Facebook ads and Instagram ads. And today is an amazing conversation with an old friend of mine. Her name is Hope Savara, and she married her love of yoga and yoga instruction with a really hungry, needy niche. And that is the niche of long haul truckers. Yes, you heard that right. Her company's name is Mother Trucker Yoga yoga, and she helps people in that industry move more and feel better and live healthier lives. We talk about it's not an industry typically known for being bastions of health and wellness and fitness, and her story is incredible. You're really going to love it. And so without further ado, let's get to the interview with Hope Zvara. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Hey, before we go to the interview today, I wanted to make sure you knew about my newest workshop. It's called the Laidback Launch Workshop, and it's something that I am really, really proud of because when you go to launch your next program, course, membership, mastermind, whatever it is, you can get kind of bogged down in the details. And the temptation is to go ahead and build the thing and plan a big launch and get JVs and affiliates. And it's actually the opposite of that that I teach in the Laidback Launch Workshop. We talk about how to validate your idea before you even build it, how to get your first few customers, and how to build social proof and momentum towards a big spotlight launch in the future should you choose to do that. So to check out the Laidback Launch Workshop, just go to CodyBirch.com slash Laidback. All right, we now welcome to the podcast my friend Hope Zavara. Hope, how are you doing today? Hey, I am fantastic. Awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you. We, uh, You're one of the guests on this series, the Alternative Traffic Series on the show that you and I actually, we know each other for several years. And I'm so excited to get caught up on what's happening in your business and hear all of your traffic secrets of how you're getting eyeballs on your offers and making sales and growing leads and stuff uh, that way. But before we dive into all of that, take a minute and fill us in with what's going on in your business. Who do you serve? How do you help them? Absolutely. So again, my name is Hope Zavara and I help truck drivers. Yes, you heard me correctly truck drivers. And I help truck drivers with health and fitness. I show them easy three to five minute moves that they can do right inside the cab of their truck. That means the driver's seat, the sleeper, which is their bed, and right outside the rig to help them really understand that fitness and wellness doesn't have to just be for everybody else, that it really can be from them for them. And it doesn't have to include a gym or a yoga class or a yoga mat, like kind of uncomplicating fitness, so to speak. And the name of your company is? Mother Trucker Yoga. Nice, nice. Love it. Love the name. Uh, I love a good, uh, love a good pun or a good play on words uh, for listeners of the show. They know that that's the truest thing I've said so far. Um, so, how in the world did you get into this? Do you have a trucking background? Do you own a truck? Do you are you a long haul trucker yourself? Is that in your family? Like, how in the world did you cross your health and fitness background with the trucking industry? Absolutely. Great question. So I have about a 20 year background in yoga and fitness. I owned a yoga studio for about 14 years. I had a state approved vocational school here in the state of Wisconsin for nine years. And so like yoga was my jam. And uh, there was a small part of me that always kind of felt like this was never my end game, but I didn't know where my path was leading me. And in the end of 2017, my husband uh, said to me, Hey, want to come to a small business mixer? He's in local politics. So I said, sure. And I find myself at this cocktail table and I look over and there's a gentleman I've never met before. We start chumming up a conversation. I'm trying to pitch him corporate yoga because that was a big part of my moneymaker at the time. And uh, he looked at me, stopped me in a dead conversation and was like, what about yoga 
for truck drivers in the cab of their truck. And I'm a pretty theatrical person at time. I throw up my hands and I'm like, mother trucker yoga, just trying to have a funny conversation with a stranger. And he sticks out his hand and says, that's brilliant. Let's go into business. He called me the next morning. We started a company from scratch. Four months later, we launched our business, Mother Trucker Yoga, at the U.S.'s largest truck show in Louisville, Kentucky. And last year, I uh, bought him out of the business. So Mother Trucker Yoga is uh, all mine. And we're just moving forward, trucking along, helping truck drivers, trucking companies feel better wherever they are with small, simple changes. That's so incredible. So no, you just saw the opportunity. You weren't like, oh yeah, I took my love of trucking and 18 wheelers and diesel fuel and my love of yoga and I merged the two. You just literally just saw an opportunity through a conversation with a, with a stranger. Is that, did I hear that right? Yeah. And so it was just like one of those moments that it was just like, this is what I've been waiting for. And when I describe my husband and I, um, my husband's an entrepreneur as well. We have rental properties and, and he's been in construction with a, a family owned business for, I don't know how many years. And uh, I'm the balloon and he's the rock. So I'm like, let's do it. And he's usually like, let's go home and say no later. And so I looked over at him when this gentleman stuck his hand out and was like, let's go into business. And he said, yes. And my husband never says yes to stuff like mm. this. And that was a sign to me that was like, okay, I should totally at least explore this opportunity. And it's just really led to something amazing. And I don't have a background in trucking, although my father was a sewer pipe layer, my husband's a construction worker. So I know the trades, but I am not a truck driver, but the merging of the two, he was in trucking and I am in yoga. And it just was a perfect gateway into a, uh, a community that isn't the easiest to get into where I had the the cred, so to speak, to be able to say, hey, I know what I'm doing here because I was able to take my background in functional movement and biomechanics and chair yoga and all that stuff and really blend it into essentially the cab of a truck. I want to talk about traffic, but I have like 700 more questions about the trucking thing. <laughs> so let's see if we can get through them. So, because uh, what I picture when I think of truck drivers, I've been to truck stops. I'm, trucking is not a part of my family or anything like that. I don't know anything about the trade. Don't know how to drive uh, an 18 wheeler. I have no no clue. I'm, I'm very ignorant of that. But I did grow up in Texas and Oklahoma and driving all over and seeing friends and family and stopping at all the pilots and flying J's and the Love's country stores and things like that along the way. I would say that truckers that I've seen it doesn't appear they've prioritized their fitness or their movement. Uh, am, am I missing something there? You're like, no, Cody, truckers love fitness and they're always looking for ways to stay active and, 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 and work out on the road. Cause those loves, they have showers, but they don't have a gym in the back where they can go pump some iron or walk on elliptical or things like that. So what, how'd you break into the market? Is there a heightened awareness of yeah. obviously sitting all day leads to, I don't know, muscle atrophy and jacked up hips and, and ankles and, and leg bones, and they need to move around for sure. There's no doubt that the need is there, but how high is the awareness of them wanting to move more and feel better while they're doing their, their job? Absolutely. So there's roughly about like 3.5 to 3.7 million truck drivers in the world. And uh, those are the people that are carrying your goods where they need to go, pandemic or not. And uh, you're absolutely right. It's not exactly the healthiest community. But here's what I discovered. Many of them want to be healthy and they have the desire to be healthy. They know they're unhealthy. They know that the things that they're doing aren't right. But no one has really ever taken the time to say, hey, let's try to figure this out. And some of the people that have come before me, um, I feel like that's like, talking about, you know, being a king or something <laughs> or a queen, but the people that have come before me, the few people, what I've seen happen was they were still just trying to slap 
a gym practice onto these truck drivers or, hey, you should eat these types of meals when you and I both know what kind of food is in a truck stop. We're talking like an apple, a banana, and maybe maybe a bag of carrots, and then a sea of crap food yeah. available to them. So just saying, hey, eat healthy, or hey, do this kettlebell exercise, or hey, run, run five miles isn't something that they're going to do. So this is where like my background comes in. I'm really good at breaking things down into tiny little bite-sized pieces. And I think one of the biggest things, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to make your way in your field and in your arena, whatever it is, I think one of the best things that we can do to serve our community, but also serve our business is to actually look at what is going on in the community. So I took a big step back when I stepped into trucking before I took a step forward. I was like, okay, I need to see one who's out there doing, doing something like I want to do Two, how it's being received. And three, what's the gap? Like, why aren't these things working or why are they working? And I think that's one of the biggest hangups people have a lot of times, regardless of what industry you're in, is they don't take the time to do that. And that's what my former business partner and I did. We took some time to like actually see what people were doing and come to find out that there were a lot of Facebook groups and a lot of different organizations, you know, some very small that were really pushing trucker health because the turnover rate for truck drivers with trucking companies is absolutely horrid. And it costs a trucking company about $16,000 on average to recruit a new driver. And there's a lot of drivers that can't make it past two weeks in the trucking industry because they realize how rough and tough it really is. And so those were some of the things that were motivating to me where it's like, wow, there's a huge need here. I just have to show people that it's as simple as it can be versus what they're always seeing advertised everywhere health for you and me is not health for a truck driver. And that was what I was seeing was wrong. People were trying to take everyday health, everyday fitness and slap it in front of a semi truck and say, Hey, you should do this. And truck drivers were like, Hey, that's not going to work. And so I really wanted to understand the life of a truck driver. And so we did a beta testing group with our membership site. I befriended and became friends with a lot of truck drivers. Um, I kind of made my way into the world. And that's some of the stuff I'm going to share today about how I built my business, not with Facebook ads, but with actual human interaction and, and giving my services to companies I saw could use them. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So yeah, I, I noticed when there's signs on the back of their trucks that are like, drive with us, we pay better and we have better benefits. It struck me on long road trips. I bet I bet they have a hard time recruiting people. If they're gonna put, you know, we're always hiring.com on the back of their their trailer, there might be some kind of turnover that they're struggling with. So that's that's obvious. But I, then my next question is how how in the world uh did we get into yoga? It's like, Hey, you take the toughest industry. It's like a micro dirty jobs, uh, you know, not that dirty, but like that type of industry, like, Hey, let's, let's get coal miners to, to do some Shavasana or whatever. Like how, <laughs> how did you, how did you bridge that gap? Cause I, I can understand if you're like, Hey, we're doing like CrossFit in the trailer with this rubber band and this kettlebell and this bag of water and this sandbag, we're going to use it as weights and it's functional fitness. And you're going to feel better, move better, look better, drive your truck better yoga to me seems like the, the, the biggest stretch of all the possible fitness solutions. What was it like bridging that gap? 
Yeah, it's a great question or a great comment. So for me, it was natural because I see yoga as a lifestyle approach and I'm not talking like get up and meditate and chant every day. I'm looking at it as like how you treat your body, make sure you move more, move more. So the essentials of my whole approach is I need to get drivers up and moving because you and I both know at least one person that doesn't live the healthiest lifestyle. And so when working with a lot of these drivers, I mean, a lot of times our approach to fitness just in general is like, let's hit her hard. Think of like New Year's resolutions. You're gonna like completely change your life, everything. You're never gonna eat something with sugar. You're gonna work out seven days a week for two hours every day and that lasts like three days. Right. And, and so my whole approach with truck drivers is small, simple changes. So if back pain, when I started surveying drivers was the number one thing that was bothersome to them. And when doing these surveys, none of them mentioned weight, none of them. Mm. It was back pain, uh, neck pain, feeling stiff, can't sleep at night, vision issues, grogginess, fatigue. Like it had nothing to do with weight, but all of these things were like kind of balled up in the fact that they realized that they were overweight. And so instead of tackling the really big elephant in the room, the obvious, like, hey, you're, you're obese, why not tackle the small little things that are gonna give them some instant gratification that are gonna help them start to feel better and aren't overwhelming and aren't scary and don't ask them to completely transform their life to build some momentum so that they're like, you know, I could do this. I, I could drink a bottle of water, which by the way, there are many truck drivers and I'm sure Americans out there that have never drank a bottle of water or any water in the last how many years. And that's what I'm up against. And I got drivers now drinking 64 ounces of water a day, driving 650 miles. And so those are all big wins. These are the small little things. And so I thought, why not start really small and try to hit on, hey, here's one little exercise you can do while driving in the truck. I'm not even telling you to exercise. I'm actually not even suggesting that you exercise. Don't, don't buy workout pants. Don't buy sneakers. Don't buy a yoga mat. Like, how about just this one little thing? Hey, you know, when you're sitting, why don't you try sliding your head back to the headrest to help with your neck pain? And so I'm, I've started out showing them these tiny little things that were not intimidating. They weren't yogic-y. Uh, they, they weren't uncomfortable because a lot of them were concerned about people seeing them outside their truck. So it was like, how can I hide things? How can I discreetly show them things that aren't going to draw attention, but give them that instant win so they keep coming back for more. And that's really how I built my business. And the whole pun on our, our name, Mother Trucker Yoga, yeah, it came out of a, con a conversation that it just randomly occurred to me. Like I didn't even realize what I said till I said it, but it works for my industry because they're kind of politically incorrect. And I, I'm touting this line of meeting their needs and like, huh, that's funny when we're at trade shows, everyone's like, I got to take a picture of your logo. I got to take a picture of your stuff. Oh my gosh. And so it's like, I'm appealing. I'm enticing to them where they want to know more, or at least my logo and my name and my business can strike a conversation. And then if I'm not good at what I do, well, then I, I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And my last question on truck driving yoga, you're, you're giving us a masterclass in market understanding, market development, market research, conversational invitations, meeting them where they're at with how they would explain it, all that stuff. This is like brilliant stuff. I'm just curious, can you give us a taste of a trucker yoga routine? Like in my head, I'm thinking like, what's the lead magnet? What's the five minute yeah. you know, in your chair uh, routine? 
a friend of mine did a, she taught a bed yoga routine. I was like, that's interesting. Like just do these, mm. these moves in your bed before you wake up. Like, that's really clever. I've never heard that before. And that went on to, you know, to do really well. So what, give us a quick taste. I'm just, I'm just curious. I think listeners are curious as well. Absolutely. So one of my biggest things is when I start working with drivers, it's telling them that there's stuff that they can do while they're driving in their truck because 650 miles, like think about how, how many miles that is a day. That's a really long day of driving. And if they're only getting out, you know, one or two times a day, they have a mandatory 30 minute break they have to take. Um, that doesn't leave a lot of time for movement. So if I can insert movement into their day with what they're doing, which is sitting, many of us sit, so this applies to everyone too. Um, something as simple as if you're in your driver's seat or right at your desk in your chair, just sit up nice and tall and we're gonna do something called pelvic tilting. So on the inhalation, just arc your lower back away from your seat like there's an ice cube dripping down your back or a pin behind your lower spine. Mm -hmm. And then as you exhale, round your lower back, and think about pushing that pin into the back of your chair. So your belly pulls in, your tailbone kind of turns up between your legs, and then inhale again, arc your back, just go as far as you can. That stiffness will subside, and then exhale around your back. Now, as you do this, try to get the rest of your spine involved. So when you arc your back on the inhale, push your chest forward and squeeze your shoulder blades together. You can safely do this and hold onto the steering wheel or keep mousing at your computer. And then as you exhale and tuck your tailbone, round out your whole spine and spread your shoulder blades. So keep with that action. And you're just going to do this for a minute or two minutes. Now, imagine when you're driving over the course of one, two, three, four, six hours that you set an alarm on your phone. And every half an hour or every hour, you just hear a bingo off or maybe a special ringer. So, you know, this is your movement ringer. And you just do this for a minute straight. You do 10 rounds. You do 20 rounds of this. So when you get out of your truck or you get up from your computer, you're not in that like locked stiff position. We all know what I'm talking about where it's like, give me a second. I'm 90 right now. I need to go back in time to when I'm 37. I'm 37. Give me a second. And so this is just one of those really simple, easy movements that you can do. Yet so many of us are still categorizing yoga fitness, movement into this special category. Like I have to put on these special clothes. If I'm not at the gym, if I don't have my running shoes on, well, then I'm not going to exercise or work out. And I'm telling you, that is the wrong way to look at fitness, movement, and health. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That, you're so good at this. You just get locked into the the zone and I'm sure, I'm sure people love it. So uh, my actual last question on the trucking stuff, before we talk about traffic, what is the uh, business model? Do you have courses, consulting, uh, membership site that you mentioned? What, what's the way that you help these truckers achieve this result? Absolutely. So I have a couple different ways that I work with both truckers and trucking companies. So our main, our main methodology, our main funnel is we have a membership site. So truckers can log on with us. They start with a, uh, I think it's like 15 videos month one. And then every single month we drip new content to them. Um, and they vary from yoga moves to meditations, to guided meditations, to resistance band work, to mini flows, you name it. We also have uh, exercises in there that are like 20 minutes long truckers back, easy yoga, you know, core. So that way then if they want to do stuff like that, that's in there as well. And we have them organized like a program um, because a lot of drivers, they start working with us and then they want more. So that's awesome. one way. And then companies can sign on with us. So at a corporate level, we have a, a gravely reduced rate and we usually like to work with companies for a year's contract. Um, so then they can go through all of our content. And then included in that, we do seminars as well for, for trucking companies, which we pivoted to webinars now because of COVID, um, which is great. I mean, everybody wins with that. And then they have those recordings forever that they can utilize. So that's really one component. And then I just launched a 90 day program 
for truck drivers back in November. And we are Oh, day 65 right now. So almost to day 90 that um, we just did a beta launch for, and that really just came out of need. I knew I wanted to do this, but it was like, until I have enough people saying, Hey, I want to do this. Um, I'm not going to do it. And so I finally did it. And and this was how the whole Facebook ads conversation kind of came up and I saw your stuff and I was like, huh, because I built this program and launched this program with zero Facebook ads. And um, I did it a little bit different where I'm actually building a lot of the content in real time. So I'm 100% certain that what I knew I wanted to do was exactly what they were looking for. And so far, it's been going off without a hitch. So that's uh, that's really the, the methodology behind it. And I just rolled out a pain relief cream back in March called Stiff Mother Trucker. I know, right? Uh, and uh, that's been doing well. And uh, same thing again, we're not really using, we're not using Facebook ads or anything like that. We've just been doing some of the grassroots stuff that I use to um, build Mother Trucker Yoga and get it in the hands of some celebrities and some influencers and just kind of putting my name out there. And I think for many people, and this is just my own personal opinion on business, I think people have forgotten the art of harnessing your own superpowers and just kind of rolling up your sleeves and doing the work for yourself, at least in the beginning. And that's really the whole approach I took with Mother Trucker Yoga. And I don't regret a minute of it. Yeah, that's a perfect segue to talking about traffic because that's the reason I wanted to bring you on anyways, is how did how did you do that? What's your, um, you've given us some teasers and some tastes around relationships and, and maybe some influencers as well. So what's the, where'd you start with getting traffic if you didn't run Facebook ads? Yeah, so I think it's it's best if I go all the way back. So in 2017 is when this whole idea of Mother Trucker Yoga started. And I mean, I had a yoga school. I had, you know, done a lot of DIY flyers and, you know, advertising my, you know, just on my own Facebook page and just kind of scrappy, scrappy work, you know, so to speak. And so when I started this business, I was let my whole mentality and philosophy was always like, how can I do this right? And I know the idea of right is interpreted differently for a lot of people, but my whole mentality was like, how can I be better than what I was before? How can I go bigger? How can I stretch myself more? How can I not, you know, kind of get scared to uh, step into a pond much bigger than what I've been used to? So that was the whole mentality and approach with Mother Trucker Yoga. And when I stepped into trucking, I had no contacts. I mean, I, in the yoga world, I had been on some of the biggest yoga stages, teaching some of the biggest conferences. You know, I, I knew people in the yoga world step over to trucking. It was like crickets, except for my partner, but his was limited too, because he was in fuel. Um, and so he, he knew trucking, he was a trucker, you know, by trade, but it, it wasn't, you know, like, Hey, I'm buddy, buddy with these big companies. Like, let me help you. <laughs> so I, I took a step back and I thought, Hope, what am I good at? Well, I'm really good at speaking. I'm really good at relationships and I'm really good at writing. And so seeing the need for trucking health, I mean, okay, just between you and me, if someone's like, Hey, I want to help your company, you know, support trucker health. What company I'm like laughing at myself right now. What company is going to say, no, I don't care about trucker health. I mean, I kind of was in a good position because it was like, if you say no to me, that means that you don't care about the people that your whole industry is built on. And so what I, what I mean with that is 
I started going to some of the biggest companies in trucking from nonprofits to associations to trucking support companies. And what I mean by that is like they sell products to truck drivers, but they're not a trucking company. And I started going to them and I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm Hope Savara with Mother Trucker Yoga, gave him my spiel, told him who I am, how I'm credible, you know, how I kind of came here. And I'm like, I would love to partner with you. And would you like me to write some content for you for your blog or for your newsletter? Or would you like to, you know, do a video together or something like that? And I know people are, are going to be shocked when I say this, but I did this for free. I did this for free for more than a dozen companies for months. And I kept doing it. And then other people would hear about it. And they're like, wow, you're the yoga girl. You're the yoga girl. I go to trade shows and be like, you're the yoga girl. Oh, hey, such and such. Like I read your stuff all the time. And so eventually about a year went by and, uh, you know, I have people in my platform. I have some companies in my platform. You know, I have credibility. People know who I am. I have some truckers that are fairly known truckers that kind of took me under their wing. And like, she knows what she's talking about, which was great. Um, but eventually I turned that free content because I got to a point where it's like, hey, our relationship is going really good. I'd love to be able to continue to serve you. And this is how we can do this. And then I started asking them to pay me for that content. So now they were paying me to write this content and they were paying me to be able to write for their newsletter, or they were paying me to feature them on my blog or their product on my blog or in my video. I do a lot of live videos with mother trucker yoga because truckers love Facebook and they love live video and people started to pay me. And that eventually now today, 2021 has turned into sponsorships and par paid partnerships to people paying me to blog on my blog. Like, that's right. Like people are paying me to blog on my blog. I tell them the content they want. I approve it all. Like it is all like now I'm getting paid to do the thing that I was doing for free in the beginning, which is almost opposite of what some people say, you know, oh, don't do anything for free. Well, I'm telling you, you're, they're wrong. They're absolutely wrong. You are missing a honey hole opportunity to be able to get yourself out there. And so that's really kind of how it started. And, and I did the same approach with Stiff Mother Trucker. I had to pay for the shipping. I had to pay for the product, but hey, can I send you a free sample? Hey, can I send you this? Hey, can I follow up with you with this? A lot of legwork, a lot of free stuff, but now I'm working on the biggest contract with a huge truck stop chain that I have ever even thought in my wildest dreams that I would ever have, all because I sent a product for free in the mail. Is there a lot of competition in your market? Um, yes and no. I mean, no, because there just isn't. I mean, I'm really the only one doing yoga. And there are things that are popping up now. There's a couple small companies that have an app for fitness and, and you know, kind of, hey, I have this free group that you can join, you know, for health. But here's what I've learned over the many, you know, 20 years now being in business. They're never my competition because nobody's doing it the way I'm doing it. They're still doing the same thing I shared with you, you know, 10 minutes ago about the industry where people are still just slapping exercises on a truck driver in front of a truck and calling it fitness for truck drivers, calling it health for truck drivers. And it's the wrong approach. It is just, it will not work. And I I'm also in a position now where I have enough notoriety and enough, you know, it's kind of street cred where people are like, Oh, you need to go to hope. Oh, you got to go check out her stuff. And obviously there's always room for growth and I'm always trying to improve myself and grow myself and, and be able to reach more people. But 
Um, I think as trucker health becomes a bigger issue, there are going to be more and more people popping up in the industry. But I feel like I started at a time where it's really to my advantage because I'm so much further along than if I would have started today. Yeah, very true. And the reason I ask is because now you have, you're at this really cool spot now with what's happening in your blog and what's happening with promoted posts or sponsored posts to people wanting to pay you to be on your blog. Or even if you have a, you're an influencer in the space, it sounds like if I had a brand new product that would serve truckers, a new CB radio or, you know, better batteries, all the ads I see at like a Love's country store, I would say, Hey, Hope, can we talk about this on your blog? Because this is really a game changer and you already have their attention. They trust you. You've built this brand. And so now with the, the pain relief cream, that's brilliant and amazing. And that'd be easier to launch. Easier is the wrong word, but well, let's just go with easier now than if you started five years ago saying, you know what I'm going to do? Pain relief cream for truckers. They're like, cool. Who are you again? Why do you, why should I listen to you? Why, how do you help people like us uh, with our, with our problems? And so you have this really cool opportunity now through your hard work in the beginning of the relationship building of the free stuff of the free consulting, the free content marketing, and then the patience to be able to wait, knowing that you had a great, uh, I call it a talent stack, but you had this great talent stack of relationships, of writing, of connecting with humans, and then just continuing to follow up and then also being patient and not rushing it. And now several years later, it's like, sounds like you're in a really good spot. I know there's always growth there. It's always opportunity. There's always room to get better at things. But you're not in this like frantic startup mode of like panic and no sleep and like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing everything. I'm just spinning around in circles all day trying to help people. It's really cool what you built. I, I, I've been following your, your journey on social media loosely and now I see the whole thing and thinking, wow, that's, that's really amazing, Hope. You should be really proud of what you've done and how many people you've helped. It's really cool. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, back in 2017, I was kind of telling you that, you know, this was like a, okay, an all in type of thing that, you know, how much do I want it? And there was these things I just kept saying to myself where it's like, I would come up against obstacle or the whole patience thing. I feel like God is teaching me patience through this all, um, which is my constant, my constant learning lesson. But, um, I would always ask myself, how much do I want it? Like I'd be up against a barrier. Someone would tell me no, no is just another word for not right now, you know? And so it was like, okay, I'd get frustrated. I want to like revert back or say, this is not for me or like, just like drop it and move on. And I'd always just ask myself, well, how much do I want it, Hope? Because if I'm not going to do it, who's going to do it for me? And I think that is such a learning lesson for so many entrepreneurs that we see the success afterwards, but we don't see all the blood, sweat, and tears and all of the sacrifices and all of the missed family parties and all the late nights and all of the, how am I going to pay for this moments um, that happen behind the scenes. And that was really my mantra for, for the first couple of years was just, how much do you want this hope? Like there is no excuses. If you don't make it, it's on you. And um, buying, even buying out my partner, I just kind of felt like we were going in a direction where I was doing everything and he's great. We still have a relationship together and his life was going another way. And it was that moment again, where I was like, okay, hope now I have to face conflict, which I don't like conflict. I don't like voicing to people things that might hurt their feelings, but it was like, if I don't have this conversation with him, how am I going to have this conversation with somebody else? And so it was like, okay, how much do I want this? And even having that conversation with my former business partner turned out to be one of the best things because immediately after I did that, my business skyrocketed, not because 
of letting go of him per se, but I think there's also an energy exchange that happens just in the universe in general, where it was like, okay, like here's the next check mark on my list. I did it. Now I get to advance, you know, collect $200, pass, go. I mean, it's like the monopoly game. Um, and, and you got to play your part in that too. You can't just sit back and, and collect rent. You got to get those rentals first. Yeah, if anybody who's seen a video of mine or a picture of mine on the internet, I've got this big obnoxious red sign over my head that says prove them wrong. And that's my mantra of the how bad do you want it mentality of, um, honestly, I've had a very blessed life. I'm very privileged with relationships and family and, and a lot of security and a lot of awesome stuff. So when people ask me like, what, prove who wrong? What are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. It's just this thing. I tell myself that there's people out there that think it's crazy to buy out your partner or crazy to go into a trucking industry or crazy to do a pain relief cream physical product when you're doing an information type business membership. There's just people, they might not ever voice it, but they think that what you're doing is a little strange or they're doing a little, mm -hmm. little crazy, a little risky. They think I should, I got a computer science degree and I had a pretty secure job for about 11 years. And then I decided, hey, I'm gonna go do it on my own. And people thought, you sure you want to do that? It looks like that company's got a lot of momentum. What if you stayed? It's like, no, I'm going to go prove those people wrong. And it's not out of a mean, vicious spirit that I have on my head. It's or on my heart. It's just this manufactured chip on my shoulder to say, even if it's myself that I'm trying to, to, mm. to prove wrong for me, like there's sometimes I don't believe in myself and think this isn't going to probably work, but here we go. And like moving to an, 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 an information-based business for me, spending $40,000 renting a hotel and all the food and beverage and the wine and the dinners and the staff rooms and the flights and all this stuff. Like, this is crazy. Like, what am I doing? I'm in the whole 30 grand and I haven't stepped on stage yet. This better go good or I'm going to be in a little bit of trouble. And it's that, how bad do you want it? I, I like that. That really resonated with me. And, and for people that are on the fence about their idea, or if it feels a little crazy or a little scary or a little out of the box, hope you've just demonstrated to us the the, the path in a way and the, the, the blueprint, I'm trying to avoid saying you've given us hope, but that's all I'm thinking. It's like, all right. It's okay. When you're named hope, it just comes up. Like that's what, when my wife and I, we had our annual planning kind of casual, our anniversary is late December, our wedding anniversary. So we, we go extra romantic and talk business usually every year. Like what's on the calendar for this year? What are we going to launch? What are we going to make? And then like every year, we just kind of looked at each other and said, I feel so much hope for this new year. There's so much opportunity for us to help people with their expertise aligned with what we're really good at, like you've touched on as well. And um, I'm just super optimistic in general about, you know, the, the future for for her, for me, for you, Hope, for the for your story you're sharing, for the people that are listening as well. I think you've just given us a lot of encouragement and a roadmap to try something different, do the market research, build the relationships, and then wait a minute as hard as it might be and then but don't give up and mm -hmm. ask yourself how bad you want it's super cool stuff so sorry for the rambling yeah. but and that's i think too like you know if you're doing something in an industry that isn't used to what you're doing that doesn't mean it's not going to work you know people told me that this was a bad idea i mean i had a huge insurance company pretty much tell me to my face that you know they hate my name they think it's a horrible business and that it's never going to work. Well, I'll tell you what, the next year I saw that same guy, I'm not going to mention his name, um, on, on, at the next truck show, I like came up to him and someone introduced me and I'm like, I remember you. And I was like, you were the guy that told me that my business name was horrible and that I would never make it and that I should pivot to something else. Well, I just want to tell you, thank you for telling me that because you were my motivation to prove you wrong and to keep doing it anyways. And he just didn't even know what to say to me. And it was such a great feeling not to like, I'm not a mean person. I'm not like a ruthless, but it just felt so good to have done it anyways. Yeah. And like just showed up anyways, because if I would do everything 
based on what someone says is a good idea or not good idea, like where would I be now? I mean, I, I would, uh, I don't even know where I would be. And so I think for the people listening out there, you know, just because you step into an industry that's not used to the way you're doing things. I mean, and again, trucking and health, this was not something normal. And I, and there was a, the first year I felt like I'm ahead of the industry. I'm leading because they have no standard to compare me against. When I approached a trucking company, I was calling trucking companies that were like, yeah, we have a, we have a wellness coordinator. And I'm like, great. Well, what's your wellness programs like? Oh, we don't have any, but yet they're paying 40 K a year to someone with a wellness program title, but they actually don't have any programming because they know that they need to have something, but they don't have the means to create anything. And I was like, holy man, we got to step back here. Like this was what I was stepping into. So I think my yoga and trucking industry might be somebody else's, I don't know, origami and tech. I mean, I, I don't know, but like, there's always a way and like, you can be the person to do that, but are you willing to do what it takes? I mean, that that's just the things in my head that just kept pushing me along. I had to take jobs. I didn't want to take to pay for the things that I wanted to do. I mean, no one ever wants to talk about that, but that was the reality. And you know, that whole doing stuff for free, it really, I just got to a point where it was like, okay, I think I have enough street cred. I'm starting to resent wanting to do these things for free. And that was really my like shift to know, okay, I'm going to start asking my worth for these things. And lo and behold, people were paying it. Now I have people emailing me, you know, no, no exaggeration, Cody, at least I get seven to 12 emails a week, people asking for me to endorse their products, if I would sponsor them, if they would sponsor me, if um, I could have them as a feature, like what they would charge to be on my blog. Like so, so much. I'm like, I don't even know what to do this stuff. Like what, what, what direction do I go with? It's great. It's like, that's a whole nother business in itself. And now I'm using those things to launch my own stuff, like my membership site and my, my 90 day group coaching program and my product, like it's not just about creating the content, your programs and your products and, and your courses. It's how are you going to get them out to the world with credibility, not just Facebook ads, not just you saying they're good, but with credibility. That's mm. the big game changer. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed this chat. You've really expanded my horizons of what's possible. I, uh, I'm going to take a look at the origami and tech space right now and see it. Try to look for <laughs> Buy that URL right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got to ask, because you shared so much interesting, amazing stuff you're doing. What's next? You mentioned potentially a deal. You don't have to disclose the deal, but potentially a deal with the cream. Like you have so much opportunity. The future looks incredibly bright. What, what's, what's your next big move? What's your next big consideration? Yeah. So right now, um, my focus right now quite a bit is uh, building up the Stiff Mother Trucker and uh, getting it into as many truck stops and hardware stores as I can. Right now, we're um, working with quite a few different celebrities and uh, just kind of now in the waiting game for them to post on Instagram and, and on their social media channels with our product. And so really looking at endorsement deals and, and just affiliations and shout outs from people, again, that credibility uh, to build my product. And that's how we got in Forbes. That's how we got in Healthy and Fit Magazine was just uh, 
credibility, street cred, people finding our product and saying, hey, you should have this. And so that's really what we're pushing right now is just kind of building up my product along with our 90-day program. And so just utilizing the channels that I have to get people in the door that want to take my programs and products. And now I have a lucrative referral of just truck drivers referring truck drivers and users referring users that this is the rinse and repeat that I think every company dreams about. Kind of like you said, you know, now you have a network of people that just keep referring you to other people. And that's really the the beauty of a a well-run business is, you can still keep working on the things that you love, but you know you have people going to bat for you, not because they have to, but because they want to. And for all the truckers listening to the podcast right now that say, oh my gosh, I've got to have more of this in my life. What's the best place for people to go to find out more about what you're up to? Sure thing. So our website is mothertruckeryoga.com. Our pain relief cream is on there as well. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. And then also uh, I hang out a lot on Instagram, Mother Trucker Yoga, and on Facebook, Mother Trucker Yoga. So pretty easy. You can find me on there. Um, again, if you just want to say, hey, I want to be your Facebook friend, Hope, you can just find me, Hope Zavara, that's Z-V-A-R-A, and uh, just give me a little private message and say, hey, I listened to you on Cody's podcast. And I'll say, awesome, I'll let Cody know that you listened. Uh-huh, and then I'll friend you. So pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Hope, for coming on and sharing your journey with us. It's been really incredible. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cody, for having me.